live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 6th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is next. Bitcoin in motion. Compete, don't complain. Conviction, offended by selling. One day closer to the having and an all-time high, right? All right, dudes. Hello, my elite friends. Ask your questions in the chat. Remember, follow me on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. And uh, check out the links below for Saturday's Beyond Bitcoin show. This Week in Bitcoin was awesome with uh, Simon from the Netherlands, Hass, and Anders got into some lively discussion. The next This Week in Bitcoin will be on Friday. Uh, we're going to have a guest on from Belarus. And Anita will be making her return from Austria and up in Toronto. We will have uh, who's coming out up from Toronto? What is his darn name? <laughs> I forgot. I, he's from Venezuela originally. What's Mauricio? Of course. Okay, so let's talk about adjusted free float supply. What the heck is adjusted free float supply? Well, the dudes over at Coin Metrics have come up with another measurement uh, that'll get a more accurate uh, depiction of market caps of your favorite coin out there. And basically what free adjust, well, free floating supply of the coin, they figure out uh, for Bitcoin, I think they say it's around, I forgot the number they came up with, uh, 16 million or something. It takes into account coins that haven't moved in the last five years. And so it's the, oh, they, they figure the only coins that matter when you're when you're uh, coming up with the uh, market cap and comparing between uh, comparing between coins is uh, it's you know you, you determine the uh, that uh, metric by looking at the uh, how many coins actually can move and so uh, yeah they they've come up with their little term there and, and their way of measuring it and of course the B cash adjusted free float supply is less than the Bitcoin uh, supply, even though uh, they both are both are supposedly have 18 million available. It's just that uh, a lot of the Bcash is never going to move because people didn't know how to claim it. And uh, check it out. It's linked to below. It goes into depth. I like metrics uh, like that. And again, it, it shows that, and they, they give one for uh, one of those altcoins of the month they talk about, they compare it with that metric also. So, so very interesting. So, I mean, this virus thing is, is definitely jumped a shark here, I, I think, because uh, I think some Ethereum people say, and who, who are these Ethereum people? I, I want to get it right. Uh, Infura, we are excited to share that we're working with Consensus Health on the Stop COVID-19 Hackathon, launching April 13th. This hackathon 
brings together experts in the healthcare and life science field with Web3 technologies, another gimmick word there, uh, buzzword. Uh, so now COVID-19 and the virus, it's just a buzzword basically to build Ethereum-based solution. Okay, so they want to build Ethereum-based solutions in the fight to stop the virus. I mean, Ethereum can do some stuff that Bitcoin can't, but let me tell you, um, <laughs> what are you going to do with Ethereum that's going to stop a virus? A virus doesn't care about Ethereum, okay? It's already baked into the cake uh, what the virus is going to do. <laughs> So, I mean, I give the guys credit that they want attention for their hackathon. Maybe they'll give away some money to a, a hospital. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, yesterday we were talking about tigers that got the virus. Now we're talking about Ethereum curing the virus. Uh, hey, I, they might have good intentions, these people. They probably do have great intentions, okay? But it's, it's getting a little ridiculous here. And it just shows you how not so serious, how overblown this whole virus thing is. People wouldn't be using it as a gimmick to promote their freaking hackathon, all right? <laughs> seriously, seriously. And, and there's some people that are saying, oh, there are a couple people that are like, oh, Dave, how can you, how can you do this? I, I have no problem with them doing this, okay? Really, at, at this point, it's just so, it just shows how ridiculous this is. Um, the whole, it's, it's just become a gimmick. It's just become a buzzword. I mean, there, there's a lot of buzzwords out there. So, do I mean, I wouldn't do it. I'm not having the the uh, the Bitcoin Meister uh, hackathon or Bitcoin Meister. Let's fix the virus show. No, I, I I'm, I'm telling you, it's uh, It's all manufactured. The, the the panic is manufactured. These guys at least aren't playing into the panic. But man, it's it's just become a buzzword now. It's people are just using it for whatever. They want in this world, okay? Whatever they were doing pre-virus, okay, they're using the virus for. Just uh, the people in the media who want their favorite candidate to win, well, they're going to leverage the virus so, to help them with that. So we, we've gotten to a point where prominent uh, public people and entities are just using the virus to help whatever they were doing in, in, in the past. And it's just, <laughs> it's become a tool, a tool of manipulation. All right, so there's your little uh, virus update and Ethereum update of the day. Just another it's Well, anyway, okay. Uh, Tor de Meester, pound that like button. Tor de Meester says, if bailouts allow many people to maintain their spending, but because of the economic crisis, they now spend it on a very narrow category of economic goods, and if because of second order effect, the supply cannot be ramped up, wouldn't that lead to significant inflation? Well, I, I will say you're on to something there, Tor. I think that when things hopefully get back to normal next week, hopefully it's next week, um, that maybe some people will have some – there's going to be some excess uh, cash flying around temporarily at least. Um and there, some of the supply of what people want will have not been replenished. So I think we will see some price uh, increases for some things uh, right away in the short term. Uh, in the long term, that, that's up for debate. 
but we could have some short-term uh, price jumps. Uh, so hopefully you have all your supplies now. <laughs> How about that? All right, but Tor's uh, tweet is linked to below. So I've been forgetting to say this, and I did say this on, on a past show, and I just want to put this out on the compete, don't complain uh, uh, topic uh, list here. Again, in YouTube put this out. I mentioned this, so I was prepared for this. Important, due to COVID-19, we will conduct fewer human reviews to protect the health of our extended workforce. workforce. Unfortunately, as a result, we may remove content that does not violate our community guidelines. So they straight up said beforehand that uh, because of their algorithm and things are going to be automated, that uh, if you don't violate their community guidelines, you still might get removed. Just wanted to put that out there. And so I was prepared for that. And I haven't missed a show yet. Now have I, no matter what's been going on. Uh, woe to the impulsive. I just wanted to say that because uh, Bitcoin, what, what's Bitcoin's price right now? Oh, look at that. It's 73 something or other. Uh, and there were a lot of impulsive people uh, selling <laughs> on March the 13th. Woe to them. Uh, for Woe to the people who sold below uh, 5,000. Whoa. <laughs> but again, that's why you got to value wealth in Bitcoin and just try to get more Bitcoin. Don't try to play those fiat games, you fiat freaks. Yeah, freak is always out there. Now, Bitcoin, of course, it doesn't really have a founder. He's dead. Who knows? Whatever. Satoshi, no one knows who he is. There are some uh, entities out there in uh, the space, whether it be Binance, Civic, Tron. They have founders. Thus, uh, when you dig deep into them, they can say they're de decentralized. <laughs> some of them don't even say they're decentralized. But you can sue someone. And uh, they're all being sued. Uh, I'm not a fan of lawsuits. I'm just bringing it up just to show you that Bitcoin can't get sued. But if you make your own uh, cryptocurrency, yeah, you, your cryptocurrency can get sued. And uh, I'm sure Justin and uh, Mr. Binance and Vinny Lingham, I, I'm sure they're, they're protected, that they're not going to be liable if, they're, they, if their coins uh lose lawsuits but uh who knows though it's uh it's a it's a week it, it shows you the difference between bitcoin and these other these other uh, entities out there i mean some of them aren't even coins some of them are what icos exchanges altcoins etc all right pound that like button let's talk about uh i made some videos back in the day 2016 about MGTOW saying, you know, you dudes, you don't have wives, you don't have kids. It's a good time to get 10 Bitcoin right now. It's 2016. Um, you know, you got extra money. Don't, don't get a fancy car. Get a, uh, there's a fruit fly that was bothering me there. Uh, so I was thinking about the MGTOWs today that uh, partook in that. And if you, if you were a dude back then that bought the Bitcoin and now it's four years later and you still are, or you're still a MGTOW, you got all that Bitcoin in the bank. You haven't sold it yet. You don't have some woman on you, like feminizing you. Because what I've noticed is during this panic, 
that the guys that have wives, uh, they are the ones who are the most stressed out right now. <laughs> so that's like the opposite of a MGTOW with Bitcoin. A dude with a wife who's in debt, who's got the kids home now, but is still paying for private school. Those are dudes that are, are scared. I mean, they are scared. Now, financially, they, maybe they should be worried <laughs> and they can't get to their job. But that's that's the beauty of uh, long-term thinking, being truly free. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of ladies out there that actually watch this show and everything that are uh, – they're in good shape. They got their Bitcoin and they're not, they're not too worried about this. Not all ladies are worried about the, are buying into the hysteria, but chances are you got a lady, she's buying into the hysteria and it's taking its toll on you. And you are in turn buying into the hysteria. Uh, I, I, I see these guys walking with their women on the streets and when I'm running, they just, they just get out of the way. They got, they get their mask on and everything. And I just wonder if the guys were by themselves, if they would get out of the way. Yeah, because they're, they're like so obsessed with the six feet rule that they think if a runner runs by them, they're going to die. <laughs> it's real. I mean, it is, it's pretty funny at this point. You can be this skinny runner guy and you're running on the sidewalk and some big dude like and his, and his, his lady just like run off the sidewalk. <laughs> I mean – it's kind of, it's really pathetic <laughs> on the guy's part. I mean, so, so all you MGTOW dudes, I hope none of you are stressed, right? None of them, none of you should be stressed because the virus thing is blown out of proportion. If you listened, if you bought that Bitcoin back in the day, you got 10 Bitcoin. I think, I think you're pretty happy at least 10 Bitcoin. Right. And you don't have a, you don't have some, you're not paying for private school. You're not paying for another man's kid to go to private school. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you didn't lose your job, hopefully, and uh, you work for yourself. So I, th I thought I'd give that perspective. I don't know. Anyone got a take on that? Uh, are, uh, are, are MGTOWs doing better during this uh, downturn than the, uh, the average uh, citizen of the United States? Okay, Rocky's in the house. Good to see him in the house. It wasn't just people selling down to 3,800. For everyone selling, there was someone buying. Oh, yeah. Pound that like one. It was simply Bitcoin moving from weak hands to strong hands. You're absolutely right. But, I mean, you got you to gotta agree with me. Like, woe to those sellers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a positive side of it. There's a great pop. I was one of those dudes that bought that cheap Bitcoin. So are you probably, man. It's, it's a great. Uh, it's great. And it's just it's a lesson. Lesson learned. I don't know if there's weak hands learn their lesson. Who knows? I hope they learn their lesson. All right. Let's get on with uh, what else do we have here? But good to see Rocky. He's out in the he's in Southern California enjoying himself, no doubt. It's all after midnight. After midnight. You gotta love that Eric Clapton, baby. But yeah, play this show at 2x if you're uh if you're watching it taped. Be efficient, be efficient with that time. Time. Yeah, and I want to say something about time. I'm a little disturbed. You know, every once in a while, it's, it's it's cool to not know what day it is or whatever because you're relaxed. You're like intense into your work. But I'm noticing a lot of people, prominent people out there on YouTube, they're like, I don't even know what day it is anymore. I've lost all track of time. 
It's just one thing after another. Guys, you're getting caught up in the hysteria. <laughs> Snap back to reality. Know what day it is. I know what day it is. All right. It's, it's well, it's Monday night going into Tuesday. I know what I'm doing on Tuesday. It's going to rain in LA on Tuesday. So no run. I had to do, I had to do my run today instead of tomorrow. That's a long story, but I know what day it is. So here's a little tip for your sanity. If you've lost track of what day it is and you're a little stressed over everything, just ground yourself by knowing what day it is. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Don't lose track of time. Don't, don't, you don't want to get, uh, end up in some doom hole somewhere. And here is the stock to flow guy, 100 trillion USD. I like what he has to say in this tweet. To maintain $7,000 since October 2017, Bitcoin must have had $400 million of new cash inflow every month the last 2.5 years. Okay, he's really he's simplifying things there, but you'll see the point. Um, and after the halving... We only need $200 million per month to keep the $7,000 level. If the $400 million level stays, then to the moon. And this is a good point. Do you think the demand, so even simplifying it further, everybody out there, do you think the demand of Bitcoin is going to suddenly get cut in half? Okay. At, at the uh, at the having, no, I, I don't think so. I think that's a ridiculous assumption. Do you think that the demand is going to stay the same for Bitcoin? Okay, that's legitimate. Let's just leave it at that. If the demand for Bitcoin uh, stays the same for and uh, the the new the amount of new Bitcoin being produced is cut in half, what's that mean? What's that mean? Simplifies that. The, so you can check out his tweet. A lot of people were commenting on it. Uh, it's it's just something to ponder, uh, and it's it's it'll be in the months. You know, by the time we get to December, be a very interesting time. By the time we get to December, that's uh, that's over six months after the halving. It should be very interesting. Remember, two hundred ten thousand block theory. You take uh, the price, the fiat price of Bitcoin. And subtract 210,000 blocks, which is about uh, 46 months about. And it's uh, it's always been more. Today's date, subtract 46 months from it. Uh, Bitcoin was worth less back then. So we'll, we'll see how that trend continues. Uh, and uh, all-time high was, uh, for you fiat freaks, was December 2017. So you got to wait till October uh, 2021. I am looking forward to October 2021. 2021. Uh, all right. So here's something that shows you how, and now this is a story. I don't, I wasn't messing with bank websites today, but it just shows you in the traditional world where a lot of people are not working now. They're not getting an income right now. Uh, their businesses are closed. How they want their government stimulus check or their government stimulus program that you have to do through these banks. Because look at this. Every U.S. bank's web, this is from this afternoon. Every U.S. bank's website is completely overwhelmed right now, trying to process CARES and PPP loans. Basically, no bank can scale to this demand. 
all right, I have no problem that the banks can't scale to this uh, this status demand. Well, it's been brought on by the status, okay, because they shut down private business. And now all these private businesses are trying to get their stimulus money, okay, which you have to get loans through the bank. I mean, I, I don't even know the specifics of it. I'm not getting CARES. I'm not getting PPP loans. I mean, my life has not been affected at all by this because uh, I work for myself. It's I have savings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a Bitcoiner. I live in the Bitcoin overlay. Pound that like button. But that banks are getting their websites, which are pretty strong websites, okay, that can scale pretty well. If they're really having hard times now, there are a lot of Americans right now that want their government money. And it just shows you how, what a big impact. Uh, but there are a lot of people saying, oh, people, everything's fine out there. The businesses just took a vacation. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, but th there's your proof right there that something is up behind the scenes. People want their money because they haven't been making their money. And I read an article. Some people are disappointed with uh, Zoom. And because it can be, I don't know, some people have been hacked or they're being spied on. I don't, I don't know. And so the, an article gave... Uh, alternatives and one of them the first one of the first ones they mentioned was jitsi and those of you who've been watching my show since november know that i discovered jitsi back in november because of a monero dude and you've had that inside information about jitsi for quite some time i'm doing this show right now through jitsi i've done all my this week in bitcoin shows since i got back to since i left australia in november i've been doing all my uh this week in bitcoin shows through jitsi so there you, you dudes have the, the insider information. Not only do you get Bitcoiner insider information, but you get uh, web uh, web talk inside information. What is that? Web broadcasting, web web phone, <laughs> web communication. So if if you're uh, if you guys don't like Zoom, just use Jitsi. It is it's really easy to use. It's it's probably easier uh, than, than Jitsi. If you need to call grandma or mom or or whoever, okay, or your business partners. The whole thing reeks – this is a comment from – I don't know. from I think Carl Denninger's uh, blog, Market Ticker. Again, Carl Denninger has been the best person to follow during this whole virus panic prison. Uh, and you should, he's had all the answers. He's been correct all along. Follow him. He's linked to below, market-ticker, and follow him on uh, Twitter. But someone left this comment. This whole thing reeks of the so-called precautionary principle. If the possibility of something terrible exists, then we must do whatever it takes to prevent said possibility. They do the same thing with global warming. No measure, no proposal is too extreme. It's so true, man. It is so true. Uh, two generations have been raised on this way of thinking, and a third is getting their baptism into the cult before our very eyes. Uh and he calls them scolds, harpies, <laughs> flock to the precautionary principle because it gives them what they crave most, power on the moral high ground. Good point. Uh, so, guys, if you're going to have development, you're going to have to take risk, all right? You're going to have to be in motion. But if you're going to be obsessed with precaution and thinking that you're on this moral high ground – it, you're just creating stagnation, okay? So you're, you're holding back uh, progress when you get obsessed with precaution that, no, 
we no one can die. So I mean, are we going to get to that point where like we have to shut down every aspect of the world just in case someone might die? I mean, it, it's it's getting really ridiculous. And so hopefully this will wake people up to global warming. That hey, wait a second, we can't we can't grind the economy to a halt uh, because of global warming. We we're we're gonna have there's risk in life. There's risk in being alive. There's risk in being this planet. Let's let's keep on doing what we're doing. Keep on. Uh, and when we and if something really tragic, if something big happens, then we make a drastic uh, move. Okay. But uh, the, the same thing with this this virus here. I mean, everyone's basing it on models. Okay. But what's really happening hasn't been what the what the models predicted. So. What we're gonna we're gonna look back on this one day and see that it was not worth it at all. That we should not have shut down the entire economy. That these states, these countries, should not have done that. Uh, and, and many people are being are waking up to this now. Yes, people die, but people do die all the time. And we'll, we'll see what the what the numbers are at the end. Okay, but this is definitely the precautionary principle gone wild. Um, we we uh, as a society really uh and it wasn't we it was it was uh, the, the leaders uh, unfortunately set the set the tone and everybody bought into it and everybody accepted this uh this complete slowdown and this stagnation that we are currently in let's get it back in motion dudes development there's risk in life there's nothing wrong with some calculated risk okay nothing wrong and hey a little bit of precaution doesn't hurt there's you don't throw precaution out the window but you don't make it a way of life okay uh, you don't obsess over it. Uh, okay. I talked about time. Oh, steam and hive, steam and hive battle, uh, ste steam it. And, uh, so right now I, I post on both this show right now is on both of them. And I want to say that hive, all it is, is what steam it was. They haven't really changed anything. And right now steam it hasn't really changed anything. So they're basically identical. Uh, but the, the upside for Steemit is that now they're owned by Justin's son. He hasn't tron them yet, okay? So there are a lot of people that think, well, Steemit is going down the tubes. But they've got a big upside. I mean, they've got a big upside because we don't know what he's going to do to it. Now, it's not to say that the guys at Hive, uh, they can't do something different. But, I mean, the tone that they set at Steemit, they brought over to Hive. So, I mean, what there's a greater chance that something big is going to happen at Steemit than at Hive because Hive is just what Steemit was. Now, I, I wish them both luck. I wish them both luck. And I thank, uh, I thank them from, uh, for forking off because I got that free Hive uh, because I was been posting on Steemit all this darn time. So, good luck. But I just, there's a lot of people out there that are saying that uh, Steemit is going to die. But I mean, it seems to me that it has the bigger upside because Justin Sun and his Tronsters haven't done a thing yet. I mean, we're, we're at a time right now when there are a lot of people worrying about a lot of different things other than cryptocurrency, and that's really unfortunate for them. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm sure maybe uh, even Tronsters and, and, and Justin Sun are, are doing some other stuff right now. This is this is the time when everybody is ignoring uh, what they should be paying attention to. If you're paying attention to it, and you're going to be happy in the long run. But there are people. But what I'm saying is, after all this virus nonsense passes, okay, he's going to do something to that site, <laughs> okay. 
uh, and I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say it's dead at all, especially when he can print his own Tron to, uh, to make uh, improvements to steam it. And I mean, they just might turn all steam. Why not just say all steam is now Tron? And who knows? That would, that would probably help it out. All right. There's your, you got a little bit of altcoin talk. The only reason you're getting it is because again, I think it's, I think it's interesting that, uh, Social media, combining social media and cryptocurrency, someone's going to come up with a solution. Steemit started it back in uh, June of 2016. It's still around. Maybe Justin Sun will take it to the next level. Maybe someone will incorporate incorporate Bitcoin into it. It would be great to get something close to a decentralized, uh, close to a decentralized social media platform that involves cryptocurrency. Uh, that gets really super duper popular because obviously I have my problems with YouTube. <laughs> so I would love uh, there to be something, a true, something that was even 10% of YouTube in terms of users and popularity. If some, if there was some cryptocurrency option, uh, social media platform that was even 5% of what YouTube is, that would be so awesome for the cryptocurrency space and Bitcoin because it would bring all sorts of people into cryptocurrency and then end up in Bitcoin and it'd be a legitimate uh, competitor to YouTube, even if 5% it would be. All right. Hydroxychloroquine haters, I, I, they hate Donald Trump so much. <laughs> I mean, these people want a possible solution to the problem to fail. They, they think politics are so important that uh, they don't want it to be true that uh, there could be a solution to this uh, virus. They, there could be a cure to it. They want to bring down the president at any cost. And it just shows you that how, how much of a joke, how much this thing has jumped the shark, that this is what they did before the virus. So they just used the virus for what they were doing beforehand. Bring down, they, they were trying to bring down the president. They didn't like Republicans beforehand. They were trying to bring down the president beforehand. So now they use this as a tool in their, in their arsenal. And Because if they really cared about people staying alive, uh, they would be like, oh, yeah. Why don't we let, if people are about to, if people are really as sick as they say they are, why not try a malaria drug? <laughs> I mean, what what could be the worst thing? If you're on the road to dying, why not try something that's pretty safe, okay? Uh, and why not? I mean, if this is a horrible black plague, which it's not, um, why not use hydro? Why, why not use a malaria pill? But they know it's not as bad as they say it is. So I, I, they know that this is mostly manufactured the panic. And so they're going to manufacture it in a way to help what they were doing beforehand. And so here's the very definition of mindless compliance. Uh, I think just announced CBS, ABC, NBC networks are coming together to air one world together at home. Saturday, April 18th, Colbert, Kimmel and Fallon will co-host. It'll be on broadcast on more than a dozen cable channels and YouTube and radio, etc. All right. So I found out about this, but some Bitcoiners are like, don't watch that. And hey, you can watch that if you want to, but I'm just saying, if you're interested in something like that, you're probably a compliance type of dude. I mean, I don't know why anyone would wanna, <laughs> all those names and numbers and letters that I just said, uh yeah that's pretty mainstream right there they're they're the ones that have really 
done a great job in uh, manufacturing and scaring a bunch of a uh, bunch of people out there. And so they're going to have a show celebrating being sitting on your couch and watching TV. That's what it is. Stay at home together. Watch TV together. <laughs> Give us ratings together. Or get scared together. But we'll we'll tell you jokes, and you can get fat and eat and diabetes. All right. And uh, here is someone that talks about uh, how there's a you know when people go to the hospital these days and uh, they uh, they die or they get sick. Well, the hospitals are likely to say, you know, maybe they were sick because of something else, but then if they test them and they're like, oh, they happen to have uh, they happen to have the virus also, well, they're going to code it that way. Because, and this person says, this is Dr. Uh, Renhoek says, it can't possibly have to do with the fact that the federal government agreed to pay all COVID-19 related costs. It's almost like there is a financial incentive to code as many deaths as possible that way. Ooh, imagine that. Imagine that if you were running a, a, a hospital and uh, you had someone who died and you had to charge someone, uh, would you charge the person who might not have any money or the insurance company that, that's broke? Or would you charge the federal government that you could charge as much as you want to, that you can lie about? I mean, of course. And you'll definitely get the money from right there. So, I mean, there is financial incentive out there to, if someone dies at your hospital, to definitely do a blood test and say, oh, wait, they had it anyway. Okay, coding, that. that's another COVID death right there. This 95-year-old, yep, right there. Pay me. Uh, yeah, they, they, it was a million-dollar bill there, government. Thank you. All right. All right, dudes. Uh, 36 days till the Bitcoin halving. Uh, remember, uh, well, anyway, this week of Bitcoin will be on Friday, don't know what time it will be at, but uh, you do know we'll have some uh, a great international guest. Uh, let me just make sure if there were any other questions. I wasn't paying too much attention. Uh, uh, Barry in New Zealand, how you doing, man? He said he learned his lesson. Uh, down in Mexico, just learn Bitcoin.com. Uh, uh, MGTOWs can do whatever the heck they please. No uh, crazy women like uh, my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, they can. That it's uh, it's an interesting. Uh, it's uh, you get some freedom when you don't have uh, I mean, we explained it earlier in the show why, why you got that freedom. And uh, hey, man, I, I want people to tell me, do you know any MGTOWs that are in uh, hysterics right now? I don't know about that. Uh, do you know any MGTOWs with Bitcoins that are in hysterics right now? All right. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out all, all the links below. Pound that like button, bang that bell button. Yeah, baby. You're on the backup channel or you're listening to this right now on podcast or who knows you're watching it over on BitChute. you can't silence the meister baby you can't stop the meister it is freaking conviction new show every day see you dudes tomorrow i'll say hi in the chat